Hey everybody, this is Varun Uday and I have with me today Devdutt Mane. Dave comes with an experience of about 14 years of marketing enterprise software, working with companies such as Campus Management, Talisma and Exotel. Hey Dave, welcome to my podcast and thank you so much for being here. Hi Varun, thanks for having me. Great talking to you. Thank you, Dave. So uh, let's talk about what an enterprise is, like how a company would generally define an enterprise and how different it is to market to enterprise customers. Right. So for enterprises, in a nutshell, the priority is to minimize risk and predict the future to plan better. Uh, this is why they are very particular while choosing a vendor and look for things like credibility and financial stability of the vendor, ability to provide uninterrupted service, deliver regular product updates, provide convincing references. So these are must-haves when you are targeting large enterprises, right? And once you have this understanding, you will be in a better situation to build a framework that takes these complexities into account and guides your enterprise marketing and sales efforts. So if you look at it typically from a marketing and sales standpoint, you can break this up into three parts. One is your functional understanding of the enterprise, which is how well do you understand your customer's business? Does your product do what it is expected to do and how well? The end user understanding in terms of adoption, productivity and reporting. This is the functional aspect. Then there is the tech understanding, right? Where you need to map the customer's existing tech landscape, where you or your products figure in that landscape because the IT guy is looking to now solve a puzzle, right? He needs to see how well you fit into that puzzle or the problem that he's trying to solve. And towards that, he look at how secure and scalable your solution is. And the third part is the pricing and delivery, right? How much are you going to charge and how will you deliver the product or the service? And for this, you need an enterprise pricing structure, make a list of the must-have strategic accounts, start building references. So this is what your enterprise approach should cover to start with, right? If you're looking at selling to an enterprise after being in the SME or the SMB space, then these are the things that you need to be aware of. And this is the kind of outlook you need to bring across the board within the organization. So this is where your approach should start. And then you build and strengthen this with feedback loops from the market. So this is how an enterprise would differentiate from your startups or SMBs or SMEs in the way they look at products and look at procuring products and tech solutions. Right. So can you tell me some differences between the way these enterprise and SMEs look at buying solutions or products? Right. So as I mentioned, the the main question they're trying to answer is uh, your credibility, the products that you bring to the market, the maturity of these products, because most often you will hear saying that uh, enterprise always buys from another enterprise, right? And there is good reason for that. Uh, Because there have been instances where enterprises have tried newer products and burned their fingers because uh, the companies did not provide the right updates, they did not give the right support. And all this has a cost impact for a large enterprise, right? Because as I said, they are very complex in nature. So even a small missing piece or uh, something that's broken will have a large impact across the board. And it becomes very difficult to rectify or correct all of this. So the outlook that the enterprises have when they're looking to procure a solution itself is very different, right? They're trying to minimize the risk and maximize the output or the productivity. 
and this applies across any product or service that they are looking at so that is how they are uh, you know fundamentally different from a small setup who is looking at solving the immediate problem at hand they are not really looking that uh, far into the future whereas enterprises have to look at 5 or 10 years into the future right to see if i am procuring an erp or crm or any other platform uh, that the company uh, stays around the company provides regular updates and my vendor uh, is able to align with my growth strategies for the next 5 to 10 years and provide the necessary innovation that supports my business so this is what large enterprises look at which uh smbs may not really be uh, very keen on right or in, at least in the evaluation stage they may not think this far ahead so that is what differentiates an enterprise from an smb great insights dev so um let's imagine this situation where a product team decides to scale the product to be enterprise ready okay so in this situation how much say does a marketing team have or should have in your opinion Uh, i think the starting point has to be uh, a very research driven approach uh, because even product teams need to figure out if there is a need of or a demand uh, a fitment of this product in the market or the different enterprises and verticals they are going after but to start with there has to be a right expectation setting internally right you cannot apply uh, the same marketing and sales principles you applied for your smb business right the mindset has to shift from closing deals quickly to solving large scale problems and driving that value which you are in for or without the right expectation you will be in for a rough ride right so selling to enterprises is mostly value based and the entire organization needs to ramp up all functions and not just marketing uh, so for example if you look at sales they need to build new sales processes they need to come up with new pricing structure if you look at customer service and the customer success teams they need to be familiarized with the strategic value these enterprise customers bring to the organization and why they need to be given the enterprise grade service right an enterprise grade service could mean higher priority allocating more time having a proper escalation matrix in place which could go up all the way to the ceo you know at times but it's necessary to build that confidence with your enterprise customer and in all of this marketing certainly has to lead from the front uh, the marketing teams research and market understanding will determine sales success to a large extent which is why marketing needs to work closely with sales and product teams to get highly relevant messaging out into the market very early on right so the idea should be to educate the prospect to educate the market and staying in touch with them constantly so they come to you when they are ready to make a decision so effectively you are creating a, a demand versus just fulfilling one so i think marketing has a huge huge role to play and they really have to take charge and lead from the front uh, when it comes to setting up um, enterprise products and enterprise marketing great so let me pick up on something that you said about marketing working with other teams while getting these enterprise customers so how much of a collaborative effort is this while targeting enterprise clients marketing has to work very closely with both sales and product right and that's the only way your marketing campaigns uh, will be effective when you have inputs from sales and vice versa right there has to be a constant flow of information between these three teams because you need to know the way deals move on the ground 
the questions and concerns that sales gets, right, about when they go for meetings. So your role should be to address these when you design your marketing communication, you know, to the maximum extent possible. So you have some of the questions answered very early on. So as the conversation progresses, it becomes more value-oriented, right? Uh, so this will also help new deals move faster through the pipeline and sales will end up with highly qualified leads that close faster. So it has to be a collaborative exercise between marketing, sales, and product. And that, that, is, that is essential because marketing cannot just operate in a silo and design campaigns or develop material without inputs from product and sales. You know, you need people who have been on ground, who have had these conversations with enterprises. And basically, you do not leave anything for assumption and try to make the messaging and the communication as relevant and as tightly knit as possible. Great. So let's assume now that my product is enterprise ready, all right? How does my messaging change to appeal to enterprises at the same time, not scaring away my SME clients? Okay, that's a, that's a great question. So um, see, enterprise conversation should follow a, a different track from your SME conversations, right? Because unlike SMEs, enterprises don't spend much time on uh, your website to take a decision, uh, but rather prefer in-person meetings, you know, which are more exploratory in nature. Having said that, your value prop remains the same. If you're a cloud CRM and, you know, you cater to both the SME and the enterprise space, you're doing the same things for both, right? The only difference is that in terms of product offering, you may offer a slightly advanced features a more customization to a large enterprise. Whereas for SMEs, it would be out of the box. Uh, the second difference could be in terms of pricing, right? But the difference with enterprise deals is that they are much larger and they need more handholding due to the complexity involved in implementation, integration, and servicing of the deal. Uh, but it is essential to understand the path that these enterprise prospects take and pick them at the right point, right? So what I mean is now, let's say if you if you have a large enterprise customer who was in your uh, you know, target list of top logos that you wanted to get on board, and now he has come and filled in a web form or downloaded uh, a white paper on your website, uh, the question is who should be calling him, right? It should be the sales director who should be calling him and not an inside sales rep. Because, it, it, and that is what uh, I mean by enterprise marketing or having that inclination to solve these large complex problems. And you need to pick up these conversations at the right point because they need that enterprise attention and servicing, right? And this is the outlook that has to exist across the organization. Uh, so this is the difference uh, that you need to bring in when you're looking at how do you target an enterprise versus an SMB. So I think... Uh, Picking up the conversation at the right point, having the right person from your organization talk to this contact and providing the right information is key um, to, you know, kind of targeting the enterprises and differentiating between SME and enterprise uh, approach. True. I think, uh, yeah, like you said, providing a very personalized experience goes a long way, especially when it comes to enterprise customers. Yeah. 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 And, uh, with an enterprise lead also comes a very long sales cycle, correct? Mm -hmm. How do you nurture these leads and keep them engaged during this period? Because it's very easy to lose these leads. So how do you keep them engaged? Mm -hmm. So the key is to start small and focus on a few accounts initially. 
the one mistake you don't want to make is uh, take a sort of a mass mailing approach to enterprises and you know spreading the net wide uh, because then your messaging is getting lost you're not doing highly personalized relevant things and you're just basically leaving it to chance but instead of that you got to take control and have uh, identify a, a list of accounts that you want to uh, kind of get into your sales pipeline over the next 6 to 8 months right so the key is to start small uh, focus on few accounts where your product has a ready fitment uh because with most large enterprises you just get one shot right you have that one meeting which you have been trying to get for the last 6 months uh so you have to be very very careful about how you orchestrate this entire uh, enterprise customer or prospect's journey so once you have a logo map of your target accounts you then focus on two aspects right one is the messaging and the other one is the delivery so messaging is where you would uh, you know what you want to do is you want the prospect to learn about your product right this is where you build personalized messaging for individual accounts based on your understanding of their business and the priorities of that stakeholder you are talking to so let's say your product caters to both banks and e-commerce companies right but if you cannot but you cannot afford to have the same messaging you know it will be totally out of sync the messaging you talk to a it head at a, a bank is very different from say a product manager at a e-commerce company so you have to be cognizant of this and uh, they make it make a conscious effort to have separate messaging and uh, then the delivery of the messaging is also equally important right how and where will you communicate this messaging this is where an omni channel approach comes in handy you will eventually figure out the best mix right so should it be an email plus a linkedin or should it be an linkedin plus events or should it be all three right as you start running these campaigns as you get a few conversations going you will be able to figure out uh, which uh, platform or which channel works the best uh, in terms of both the delivery of the content and the roi and which one you should optimize further so you need to be present in platforms and forums where your target audience visits you know regularly seeking for information or for networking purposes so you need to be seen there in terms of nurturing and engagement uh, you need to drop a customer journey first right you need to understand if you get a prospect conversation going um, how does it graduate from the first month to the third month or the fifth month depending on what the prospect comes back with right in the first uh, communication he may say that i'm not looking at a product right now or call me back after 3 months so you need to have this orchestration taking place over the next 5 to 6 months right how do you get back to the customer at what time and what communication do you need to get back to him with so you need to break this messaging accordingly to suit the phase of the customer journey or prospect is it so your fifth communication should look nothing like the first email you sent right messaging should have graduated both in terms of the content offered and the call to action needed for example say the the call to action in the first email could be a simple download or a form fill right but in the fifth one it should have moved to asking the contact for a in person meeting or offering a free poc right to accelerate things so i think this is how you should be able to nurture the leads and apart from that uh, you can do a lot of other things like you would have newsletters which go out uh, we're talking about very specific use cases or talking about uh, you know company updates that's also very critical in building credibility for your organization so apart from this you also need to do very personalized account based things uh, to give them the relevant information but also keep them on your company newsletter Thank you Dave that was very informative and uh, very detailed
Another thing that I've been wanting to ask you was about ABM campaigns and why they work as a charm while targeting enterprises. Please take me through what these ABM campaigns are and why do they work so well? So enterprise marketing uh, doesn't have to be complicated, right? And uh, that is where ABM comes in. In fact, with ABM, you are uh, just simplifying things uh, than making it complicated, right? Because people always think that marketing to enterprises is a very uphill task. Uh, but I think with the right approach, uh, which uh, typically an ABM brings in, right? Because an ABM means that you are targeting an account after learning everything about their business, after learning learning everything about the priorities of the stakeholder you're talking to. So you are going into the conversation in a more knowledgeable and educated manner, right? You're not just um, randomly talking about a product or a service that you have, but you're telling this customer or the prospect in the very first conversation, how you're going to add value that will drive growth for them, right? So that is why ABMs are very, very critical. It simplifies things. But again, within this, you need to have certain templates, certain formats. Uh, you need to uh, be constantly looking at how do you move the conversation from one point to another, right? It's not that you set an ABM uh, in the first month of the year and then it runs for the rest of the year. No, it's it has to evolve. And this orchestration has to be consciously built into the processes. As I said, the messaging has to change. The delivery has to change. The call to action has to change. But by and large, once you get into the rhythm of doing this, you will get an idea of exactly what your prospect is looking at. What is it that you need to do to accelerate a particular conversation? So I think this is where ABM, as you said, works like a charm, you know, and sometimes uh, people think that it would cost a lot, but I think the cost that you incur comes more in terms of the travel for meetings or product enhancements or other supporting elements like ISO certification. So ABM by itself does not uh, cost a lot to do if you do it the right way, if you start small, if you optimize, and that's the way to go about it. And as you evolve, then you look for other products or solutions that can help you automate some of these processes. Uh, but then again, the basic fundamental is to have a great research and understanding about the accounts, you know, then everything would fall into place. And uh, one of the simplest things uh, that I have done is, you know, to study the prospects website. Uh, they'll be talking about products and offers on the website. They'll be uh, talking about how a, uh, how the customer can reach them for service and support issues. So you can pick out on these little areas and see where your product or service adds value. And then you build it into a nice creative uh, with a personalized message and ship it to the highest contact uh, in this organization, right? And then you'll see that it, it works really well. At least I've had a very good experience with this very simple approach. You know, you take a screenshot of a website, you call out the things or areas where you will add value or your product will add value. And then, uh, you know, you have something sent in, in a physical format. So this is sitting on the desk of, uh, you know, the highest point of contact that you know in the organization. And he would ask his peers or his team members to look up and say, you know, hey, go and see what these guys are doing. And that is how the word spread. So that's a very cost-effective way of doing things. And this is just one example. You know, there could be a number of things that you can try. Uh, but with ABM, you have to be innovative. Uh, you have to constantly figure out new ways to get the attention, to be seen in the right places and to effectively communicate this message. So I think that is where ABM works really well. That was very interesting. Thank you for that. So let me wrap this up by asking you who your favorite marketers are 
and some marketing books that you recommend people to read? Sure. So I have been following Seth Godin for a very long time. I think um, since 2006 and seven. So I used to subscribe to his uh, mailing list and used to get daily newsletters. So I think he's a good authority on marketing and he keeps things very relevant and up to date, right? Uh, in terms of practical things that you can use uh, in, in your marketing teams and uh, in practice, marketing practice. But apart from that, I think there are a few other books like there's uh, some of the classics like um, Influence or you know, Advertising by Ogilvy, which talks about the more creative aspect of marketing, how agencies work, things like that in terms of copywriting and other things. So this is some of the classics I think you, you should read, like The Tipping Point, uh, that's another great book. And apart from that, I also spend a lot of time reading books on you know, things like decision-making and AI, which help you understand the consumer behavior or, you know, uh, biographies uh, of say an Elon Musk or currently I'm reading a book called uh, The Ride of a Lifetime, which is uh, written by Bob Iger, who's the, who was the CEO of Disney about his uh, career and the things, challenges he has seen and how he has it is into the top of the, uh, you know, organization. So, yeah, so these are some of the books that I, I really enjoy. Thank you so much, Dave. Um, thank you for the Enterprise Marketing 101 session. I learned a lot and I'm sure people listening to this can learn a lot as well. Thank you so much for your time and all the best to you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was great talking to you. Thank you.